Welcome to Miracles and Wonders, the podcast that helps you create more miracles in your life by looking at the world around you in new and wondrous ways. Hi, I'm Diane Lund, best-selling author, entrepreneur, creative director, writer, producer, and reverend focused on the teachings in A Course in Miracles for many decades. Miracles are defined as a shift in perception. Instead of thinking from fear, we turn our thinking upside down and we think from love. Today's podcast is the behind the mic story about my journey with A Course in Miracles. How did I get interested in A Course in Miracles? What were my stumbling blocks? How has the course changed my life? And more importantly, how can it change your life? If I had to sum up my life in just three little words, those three words would be miracles and wonders. Why? Stay tuned. Why I chose Miracles and Wonders for the name of this podcast. I've been studying A Course in Miracles for 30 years, and I've offered study groups in my home for 25 years. Just to let you know a little bit about my history, I became a minister specialized in A Course in Miracles in 2018 through CIMM, or Canadian International Metaphysical Ministry. In June 2020, I published my best-selling book, Turn Your World Upside Down to Get Your Life Right Side Up, Reverse Thinking Based on A Course in Miracles, and book one is all about life's big questions, relationships, and work and money. And then in November 2021, I published book two in the same series, Turn Your World Upside Down to Get Your Life Right Side Up, Reverse Thinking Based on A Course in Miracles. Book two focuses on health, conflict, fear, and happiness. I chose the word wonders because 30 years ago, I started my company, Creative Wonders Communications. Working as a creative director for ad agencies and then for my own company, I worked my way up the ranks as a writer and broadcast producer. Over the decades, I've written and produced traditional and digital media for thousands of clients. I called my business Creative Wonders because I deeply value the sense of wonder. I think it's it's one of our most amazing senses. We all had it as a child. You remember running around, catching a ladybug or splashing through some puddles or rolling down a grassy hill or laying on your back upside down on the couch. So you could see your house from a new perspective. I think as adults, we all too often forget this sense of wonder. We forget to marvel and wonder at the world, lie back and look at things from a new perspective. This Miracles and Wonders podcast is devoted to helping you see the world from a totally different perspective, a perspective that in my experience has proven to bring more joy and happiness to people when they know how to embrace it. So how did it all start? How did I get interested in A Course in Miracles at all? When I first came across it, I have to tell you, I just wouldn't give it the time of day. I was introduced to the book by a friend and the minute I opened it, I was like, oh my God. The pages were paper thin like the Bible 
And there appeared really not to be one book, but three books in one, A Course in Miracles Text, a workbook for students containing 365 lessons, one for each day of the year, and a manual for teachers. Worst of all, for me at that time, which was back in the early 80s, the book used a lot of Christian terminology. I didn't attend church as a child, and although I had sought out religion in my teenage years, I had left it in my late teens on the advice of a pastor. He said, Diane, the church doesn't have the answers you're looking for. You need to go on a spiritual search to find the answers to the questions that are obviously plaguing your mind. I followed his advice. I left that church. And so I thought, you know, been there, done that. Why would I pick up a book loaded with Christian terminology? I believed at that time, hey, I'd already been down that path. Well, as life would have it, A Course in Miracles sat on my shelf for years. And I ignored it as I ran around reading every other spiritual book I could get my hands on. After flirting with Buddhism and Taoism and having a full-fledged crush on Ekankar, I thought of myself as a spiritual seeker, looking for love and meaning in life. Then as the universe would have it, I got reintroduced to my future spiritual love one night when my current human romantic relationship had driven me to my knees. Please, God, I prayed, please help me understand why I'm in so much pain. You see, I'd recently discovered my boyfriend had not one, but multiple affairs. I learned this at a month-long program devoted to self-awareness at the Haven on Gabriola Island in British Columbia, Canada. My boyfriend had first admitted he was having affairs at a private meeting with one of our group leaders. The leader urged him to come forward in the group and tell me the truth about what was going on in our relationship. This means I learned the truth in front of about 60 other people. To say I was in shock and in deep emotional pain would be an understatement. Later that night, driven to my knees in pain, I noticed the book, A Course in Miracles, sitting on my shelf. I took the book off the shelf, closed my eyes, and repeated the prayer, please, God, help me. Then I randomly opened the book, and I read this most amazing quote, unfairness and attack are one mistake. So firmly joined that where one is perceived, the other must be seen. You cannot be unfairly treated. The belief you are is but another form of the idea you are deprived by someone, not yourself. You have no enemy except yourself. What? (laughs) My boyfriend had had multiple affairs, not one, many. I most certainly felt unfairly treated. I was in disbelief but I read on. Beware of the temptation to perceive yourself unfairly treated. In this view, you seek to find an innocence that is not theirs, but yours alone, and at the cost of someone else's guilt. Can innocence be purchased by the giving of your guilt to someone else? I sat back. I couldn't believe it. I didn't believe it, but somewhere within my being, a very small, quiet voice clearly said, this is the truth. Wow, I didn't like it. In fact, I hated what the book was saying to me. But something inside knew that my prayer had been answered. I was reading a truth, even if I didn't understand it. I knew this not in an intellectual way, but rather in kind of a deep, heartfelt way. It simply 
felt right. Right there and then I knew I'd better find a way to continue this confounding conversation. More than anything, I wanted to understand why my inner voice had said to me, this is the truth. Next, what were my stumbling blocks? Stay tuned. Well, my first stumbling block with A Course in Miracles was it all sounded Greek to me. I couldn't understand what the book was saying at all. As I said, it sounded like Greek to me, but all the other students in my study group said, you know what, most people don't understand a word when they start. Don't worry about understanding the message. Just let the language flow over you. Eventually, the ideas and meaning will start to emerge. And you know what? That is exactly what happened. I think it's like being immersed in another language. At first, nothing makes sense. Then maybe a phrase or two seems to pop out at you. You understand a little bit, but you're struggling to stay with the conversation. But you're intrigued. You want to know more. So you hang in. And that's how my real relationship with the Course in Miracles began. I simply hung in there. What were my other stumbling blocks? Well, my book talks about the Course in Miracles principles that I really struggled with. In fact, there are 15 stories in my first book and 15 stories in my second book. They all talk directly to the principles I struggled with in A Course in Miracles. For example, A Course in Miracles starts out with this lovely quote, nothing can be threatened, nothing unreal exists. Herein lies the peace of God. Today, this is one of my favorite passages from A Course in Miracles, but believe me, I had no idea what it meant when I read those lines. What do you mean nothing real can be threatened, nothing unreal exists? It was a bit of a puzzle, a conundrum, and maybe that's what kept me intrigued. Over the next 25 years, I would love the course, hate the course, put the course back on the shelf, take it off the shelf, start my own study group struggle with the ideas, reject the principles, begin to slowly understand them, then throw the book across the room, retrieve it, highlight it, love it, ignore it, rummage through my bookshelf again to find it, sit in awe with it, curse it, feel endless gratitude for it, wake up in the middle of the night to read it. And quite frankly, you know, I felt every emotion, everything you could You could literally throw the book at. How has the course changed my life and how can it change yours? Well, studying A Course in Miracles has in every way been an internal love affair moted by very painful external events. And that is how I believe most people come to the course. After decades with it, I believe they come beaten up by life and they're driven to their knees because the world just seems too harsh and too cruel to bear any longer. I find the ones that come that are fighting, retreating, hiding, trying, striving, working too hard. At last, they wave that white flag of surrender. And that moment of surrender is what changes everything. When you stop fighting with yourself, And you just apply the lessons that the course provides, life becomes easier. Your heart cracks open, the light shines out, and the drama starts to subside. You get up off your knees, 
You stop pleading for the world to change. And instead, you change your mind about the world. And that's really what I want to share. How to change your mind so you can change your world. Change it into a happier, more prosperous, exciting place to live. But how did I do that? I changed my perceptions or I changed my thought literally slowly over time. But when I did, the world fell open at my feet and loved emerged all around me. Love was always there. I was just hiding it behind frustrations and anger and defenses and guilt. My inner questions that I've been struggling with since I was a teenager were finally beginning to be answered. Still, I didn't think A Course in Miracles was my lifelong spiritual path. And note, I don't expect it to be your spiritual path. Each of us has to come to that on our own. However, when A Course in Miracles begins to speak to your soul, and you feel as I do, you want to share the love. You want to extend the love. So now it's my turn to share my stories, my struggles, and my experiences and thoughts with you on this podcast, Miracles and Wonders. To end every show, I'm going to randomly pick a card from the Diane Lund Miracle Card Decks. I have eight decks, eight spiritual decks in eight different colors, and there's 400 different quotes from A Course in Miracles. Each deck has 50 inspirational quotes that are not found in any of the other decks. So you kind of just pick the deck that appeals to you. I pull a card every week randomly, and then I let people sign up on a closed Facebook group, and I do a little video on what the card actually says for the week. The reason I did this, well, I believe that pulling cards is a simple way to start creating more miracles in your life because of synchronicity. The course says nothing is an accident. And so I believe there are no accidents when I pull a card from the deck. So here goes, I'm going to pick a card and share it with you next. So here is the card for this very first show. It says, you have dearly paid for your illusions and nothing you have paid brought you peace. Wow, (laughs) that's a good one. You have paid very dearly for your illusions and nothing you have paid has brought you peace. Well, I mean, it's pretty much what I've been saying on this show. We try and we try and we try. We work really hard to solve the problems in our life. But when they don't seem to be um, fulfilling us, when they seem to be getting worse, we start searching for answers. We try really hard. That's why I say people come on their knees. So we pay very dearly for the illusions that we're holding in our life. And it's only when we let go of these illusions and we start to bring the real truth of who we are And that's the essence of who we are, which is our spirit. And we start to listen to the voice for spirit and not the voice for the ego that we find inner peace. This has been my experience. I just love that we picked this card to start off the Miracles and Wonders podcast. So to close, I believe everyone has a sage inside, an inner voice that speaks to you from love. A Course in Miracles says we each have two voices, the voice of the ego, which is the voice for fear, and the voice of spirit, 
which is the voice for love. This show is about helping you to learn to think in new ways so you can tune into your own small inner voice for love. It's about thinking in new ways and it's about turning old ideas on your head. And as my books say, turn your world upside down to get your life right side up. If this is a show that's piqued your interest in thinking in a new way, why not get my book? Go to dianelunmiracles.com. And every week I'm giving away a deck of cards. So come help me explore. Next week, do miracles exist? Western thinking, miracles are rare and difficult. Reverse thinking, miracles occur naturally. So we will have our first guest next week. Remember to join me in my Miracles and Wonders podcast. Thanks for listening. May you find miracles and wonders in every aspect of every day. Bye.